Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Telegraph. Telegraph. Podcasts. The long-awaited heatwave is here, and so far it's caused rail delays, wildfires and questionable fashion choices. Now all we need is a hosepipe ban to make this a classic British summer. You're listening to Fashion Unzipped. Thanks for joining us. I'm Charlie Gowans-Eglinton, and with me in the studio today are Bethan Holt, Victoria Moss and Caroline Nieper. In today's episode, we'll be sharing our tips for looking stylish while the mercury rises. But first, to the talking point of Royal Ascot and it had nothing to do with the Duchess of Sussex's Eliza Doolittle hat. Instead, it was Sophie, Countess of Wessex, making headlines as the first royal to wear a jumpsuit to the races, an item of clothing only added to the dress code in 2017. Bethan, did Sophie's choice surprise you? I think maybe in a way it did, because, I mean, who would have thought that a royal would wear a jumpsuit? You know, if it, unless it was Megan, um, that the strange pleated thing. Yeah, but that I mean, that's what's kind of hilarious about it is well, that we made I this. We made this really. I mean, <laughs> technically, the least jumpsuit. I, um, there was no jump. To I spotted. It. I actually, I was on my way home from work when I spotted a royal fashion geek on Twitter chatting about this, and I was like, oh, I'm sure the Telegraph will want to know all about this. So I went on Getty to kind of look through the pictures, and I think I looked through like 17. pictures pictures and I was like no 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 I think it's just a dress version of the jumpsuit and then there was this one where like a slight gust of wind had come in to show that it was actually a jumpsuit and so yeah there you have it our first ever royal wearing anything apart from a dress to ask them well another interesting element is the jumpsuit's designer uh, Amelia Wickstead having dressed the young royals in the past Wickstead found herself at the eye of a media storm after a few pointed comments about Meghan's wedding dress were made on her Instagram account. Vic, does this mean Wickstead's back on the royally approved list? I've got to say first, like Duchess of Sussex, Countess of Wessex, that's a tricky... I mean, tongue that, twister. Yeah, that's, not, that's hard. Well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meghan and Sophie. <laughs> Sophie Megs. Meg. Megs and Sophie. <laughs> um, does it... Well, I, I guess so. I mean, I guess that's a good sign, isn't it? There's not some big embargo they've all been sent out a you know cease and desist memo so maybe not maybe that's yeah i guess i wonder if she might it. be the consolation prize though oh that's sophie harsh. that's i know so mean, i know i know but i mean it's, um she did actually wear amelia wickstead a couple of days to ask her so she really you know went for it there were but like pictures of them chatting and i wondered if they were having a little conflab about when Meghan might be able to wear Amelia Whitstead again. I'm sure they've got much more important things to talk yeah. about, but maybe not. Right. No, she's, no. Got, she's got Givenchy Couture now. Exactly. Well, Who yeah. needs old Whitstead? <laughs> we also had Fergie in the royal enclosure. Oh, 
Ascot of surprises. I know, and I was there that day and I didn't see her and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I just thought pretty. you just stalked her out. I know, I know. But she wasn't in the cat. You know, I was like, well, I didn't know she was there until I saw her. And Fergie did the I biggest just... curtsy I've oh, ever oh. seen in my life. Her she knees, was thrilled her to be basically there. had grass stains oh. on them. I she was thrilled. I didn't know that anyone could curtsy deeper than Theresa May. It was, a, it was a lunge. It was a lunge. She was lunging at the Queen. She was thrilled to be there. We're going to have Fergie Central from here until mm. yes, of one course. of her daughters gets married in October. Eugenie's wedding, right? M-O-B. You know. On the you know. Yeah, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, what will she wear? How big will her hat be? <laughs> will she wear two gloves this time? She only wore one to the she other wedding. She was just holding the other she glove. She was just holding the other glove. Yeah. But isn't it more entertaining to say? Nothing, nothing gets in the way of a one glove Fergie story. Not even the fact that the glove is in the other hand. Vic and Caroline, you both attended Royal Ascot for the first time this year. What did you make of outside of the royal family of the rest of the fashion going on? It was certainly an eye opener. It was um, colourful. Yeah, I mean, I would say someone who has written a lot about what to wear to Ascot, but actually never been. It was interesting and I mean I I loved it because everyone makes such an effort and they're so dressed up and there's something quite heartwarming and nice about that but I have to say when you you know go for a wander through the masses it does get it's a bit oh I don't know there was a, a lot of staggering staggering yeah there was one woman who I saw on the way out she had very very high shoes on and she had fallen over and we were like oh god you're all right, you're right and they were like, oh no she's just she's really drunk and her friend just said to her, she was like, oh, it's my fault. I ate all the picnic. <laughs> she was so drunk. She hadn't eaten anything. She hadn't eaten it's a long anything. Day it's a long day. Yeah. But the th- with the clothes, I would say a lot of it was just very, very tight. And it's not a size thing at all. It's just, it's just like, these, they just didn't look very comfortable. That's the kind of thing when you're standing in front of the mirror and you're poised and you're you're looking at yourself, just you're thinking this is fine. Up. But in reality, in the grass moving, when you have another picnic, it all it just looks very to... hot and sticky mm. and stuck to them. I feel like Roly Murray's got a lot to answer for. <laughs> Emily and I took the train down, oh. um, which was an eye opener. Eye opener <laughs> in itself. I oh, know Vic had a posh car. <laughs> Emily and I were on Southern Rail, and my God, it was an eye opener. Watching everybody sort of scramble to try and get through the doors as they were closing on people's enormous hats was something else. And then you've got like the city boys all sort of popping the corks before the, the trains even suits, left Waterloo. Shiny suits. Shiny suits. I mean, people as well, because it was so packed. Like Everybody's kicking off their heels and their hats are going up in the overhead luggage because they can't really fit them all in. And it was something. The logistics of a big hat, though, was like, you know, I, I wore a sort of straw boater hat thing. And it's quite wide. Mm. And you do sort of... You know, you you have to negotiate you a doorway width, carefully. Don't you? you forget yeah. how uh, hat kissing as well when you say hi to people. I learned a lot of lessons. Mm. Who did look great? You know, what trends did you see that did work? Well, in my um, in my little box in the royal enclosure, there were two women who had turbans on, mm. which were quite fab. Deborah Brett, who's like a fabulous stylist. Um, she had this really I can't remember who it was by, but this sort of fabulous rainbow bright turban on and then another girl had on I think it was a leopard print turban I thought that was quite chic and quite you know bit grey gardens I was quite into that and my favourite woman I saw who was when we were wandering around past the tight dresses 
she, and I just assumed she was French, to be honest, but she had on a very sweet, sort of pale pink, loose pleated skirt with a cream blouse and just like a little straw hat, like a smartish one you'd kind of wear to the beach, but quite, you know, very chic and just a ballet pump. And she just looked very cool, especially in the midst of the high street cocktail. I think the people that do end up standing out are the people who've maybe rebelled a little bit, you know, still followed the dress code, but followed it in their own way. Yeah. You know, at the Cartier Polo, actually, looking through the pictures of that day, and I can't remember who it was, it looked fabulous in this leopard print dress. And leopard print is just not something you see at race days, really, because everyone sticks to florals or a bit of a, you know, a safer stripe. A block bright. Exactly. But, it, you know, it looks beautiful, and it's, why shouldn't you wear leopard print yeah. or a jumpsuit or a trouser suit? I think, I think it's yeah. about retaining your imagination and your own sense of personal style. I think, you it's know, a lot of, yeah, exactly. A lot of people, you know, if they get invited to Ascot, they think, oh, God, you know, Google picture of someone at Ascot. That's what I should look like. Oh, my gosh. And actually, no. OK, yes, there's a dress code. You need to wear a hat. You need to wear a certain kind of skirt and, you know, shoulder width or whatever. But within that, be yourself. You don't need to be this sort of cookie cutter cocktail spindly fascinatory type thing person on that note a shout out to the queen who looked fabulous every single day we could see her very 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 small from where we were but she was there and we were with um rachel trevor morgan who'd done her hat and was celebrating all afternoon because she was wearing another one of hers there's a person who does it their way doesn't worry about what's not the queen hmm it's all her way, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever since 1952. Exactly. Do, do you know they do have, because I didn't know this, um, with the dress code thing, because I was asking one of the girls who works there in their sort of marketing department, like, how strict it is and where it all comes from and yada, yada. And there is a table at the front when you come in where they've literally got piles of pashminas and jackets and Oh, I ties. saw that last year. Being um, shamed as you yeah, come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, you know... Pashmina if you, as well. Oh, pashmina. It's cold. I know. Um, <laughs> but she says one of the problems with men is getting men to be wearing a full suit, as in not just a trouser and a jacket that doesn't quite colour match, or you know, wearing like a beige chino with a navy jacket. That's... Well, they've yeah. banned, um, they can't get trousers in to share. They had lots of men turning up with bare ankles, yeah, no, no socks. socks. Yeah. So they've banned that in the royal enclosure this year for the first time. Yeah. Good. Does that bother you, a bare yeah. ankle on a man? Well, my, my boyfriend is totally obsessed with men's bare ankles and him and his friends have a <laughs> dedicated WhatsApp group. Bro, bro, or, or no, he, they have like this, this album of like over 100 pictures of different men across the country that they have taken there I don't know what they're going to do with them maybe publish a book maybe an Instagram account Mm -hmm. maybe just share them amongst themselves I don't know so I've kind of become infiltrated to that I don't really mind if it's like quite a long trouser but I don't like it when it's like a very cropped trouser and an expansive hairy man leg yeah I think it depends on the ankle Mm. her suitness and also I would say the shoe you know if it's more of a plimsoll trainer arguably it's mm. you know but i don't know a brogue no the worst would be it's like a tan right. brogue yeah no no <laughs> nada <laughs> but then hot weather does bring up the sock conundrum i think for everyone mm. like today it's really hot and i'm wearing plimsolls i'm actually wearing like a full cut slightly granny-ish 
sheer sock. But I'm wearing a maxi dress. So you can't really see it. But I just, but I just worry about a sweaty foot, and then your trainers are going to smell, and it's just a bit. So I think there is. It's a squelchy. I don't know where everyone is. <laughs> oh, Caroline, if you're in squelchy territory, you've gone too far. <laughs> now from the lawn to the living room and the news that next week, Matches will launch a brand new homeware studio stocking crockery, soft furnishings and talking point pieces from brands including Gucci, Luke Edward Hall and Campbell Ray. So will anyone be buying designer dinner plates or a Gucci teapot for £440? Um, I mean, I think in my life that I don't live, sure. But does this... See, I was wondering if maybe this is, you know, in Brexit panic recession that we're in, property prices are dropping, everyone's a bit nervous. Are we just staying in more? Are we entertaining at home? Maybe we've stopped going out for dinner? No, but what I do think is that we're sharing pictures of our home. You need an artful sort of table set up for your nonchalant morning flower shot. Do you have said artful table setup? I mean, not no, not for that purpose. But <laughs> I do like I do like to make my house look nice. If that's your question, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to picture all of your Instagram grids as we speak. Yeah, I don't really put my house on, but I'm just talking more generally, people. And I think you're right as well, entertaining and having people over to your house. I mean, it's always that's always been a thing though, hasn't it? Yeah, you know. I mean, I love a good teapot. I would spend four hundred pounds on a teapot. I mean, I probably technically wouldn't, but I, <laughs> I'd be had, open to it. Could, I'd definitely be open yeah. to it. I mean, we're talking about people for whom four hundred forty pounds is like what you know, ten quid is to us. But it's interesting that this is kind of in the mainstream because matches. I mean, matches mainstream. Oh, well, no, but <laughs> they're a kind of litmus paper of good taste, don't you think? Yeah, you know that matches launch a resort wear section because everyone started to wear resort wear and you know actually I as they people build people are these... more obsessed with their houses I don't know if it's an age thing what it's, but I think there is much more and because of Instagram now you see what everyone's into and I think people are you know sharing more of home wear things in their homes and you're just seeing more of that and people are getting I guess more into that sort of design as well and I guess it also follows that if you're kind of into fashion you're kind of into design and so it leads you know and once you've already bought all the clothes and the shoes and the handbags and the you know then you you will turn to a teapot I'm really excited about this I think it's a great thing yeah I mean the the Gucci cushions are sweet Mm. with the little cat tap I mean you could make one they do look a little bit like you know those tapestry kits you had did did anyone's else's mother used to buy them those a little, a little bit. How much like, is a Gucci cushion? Does anyone know? I can't say I know. I mean, if the teapot's four forty, I should know because I edited the piece, but I can't remember. Oh, three hundred, mm, six hundred. Okay, <laughs> I reckon. I wonder how much a Gucci cushion is versus a Gucci handbag. Make the choice. Mm. Or maybe you could buy the cushion and carry it as a handbag. Was it Mother of Pearl that did that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Took out the pillow. (laughs) Our cushion's the new entry point. You could just use it as a clutch bag and a cushion. That's exactly genius. So it's basically half price. So you go out for your day, have your Gucci bag ado, and then you come home, empty your bag, put your cushion in, in. and you can (laughs) recline against it of an evening. Taking a surprising turn, this uh. (laughs) sir. The majority of the furniture in my home is 
IKEA and um, anthropology and not very expensive. But I do have one corner of my home which has all the expensive things (laughs) in it. And that is the only corner you would ever see on Instagram. Oh, wow. <laughs> True there story. You You're the problem, Caroline. I know, it's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> or the solution. The, or, or the illusion. <laughs> we all know where Caroline keeps her Gucci teapot. What did you think of the first royal jumpsuit at Ascot? And will you be buying into the designer homeware trend? Get in touch at unzipped at telegraph.co.uk. This week, the promised heatwave has actually materialised. I imagine everyone at the Met Office is breathing a collective sigh of relief. In this Sunday's Stella magazine, I've written about the piece of the season, the dress, and the five styles to buy into now, from beach-friendly poet dresses to Elizabeth Bennett Regency styles, and the easy trapeze dress that I'm calling the big lunch. Have we hit peak dress, guys? We've got three happening in the room right now. Mm. Caroline, you've worn jeans. I have. I've well they're a flare. They're a very they're a cropped flare, but they're they're not as airy as I thought they'd be. I've got it all wrong to be honest. Even my top, which I thought because I thought I'd wear very light and white colours, that would keep me cool, but actually this top's quite thick. It's all gone wrong. I think I think that's the kind of the reality of it, isn't it? We can always talk about, oh, you know, even if you want to cover up, wear like a white shirt or whatever, you you're still hot. The whole point is, like, if you wear a lovely cotton dress, you know, you've got a nice air conditioning system going on. I think it's on. all anyone is buying. I mean, in writing this piece, um, List, which is a global fashion search engine, dresses are their most looked for piece um, at the moment, hands down. And ASOS has 14,000 on the oh, site. Oh, my God, that's too mind-boggling. I mean, imagine the scrolling. Yeah, you can't, Repetitive you can't strain injury. <laughs> I have to say, I I feel slightly irritated by this trend because I am someone who has always worn dress. I'm quite a dressy person. You like to waft. I do waft. I think waft is very key in all seasons, not just summer. But I wear a lot of dresses and I feel, I do have that thing where I feel slightly like people have sort of stolen my style a bit. And all the dresses that, you know, two years ago only I was into, now everyone wants them. So now I'm kind of going off it and then I'm a bit like, well, I don't know what to do. Maybe you should just feel smug that everyone's come around to your way of thinking. I know, but I, I just wish they'd stop selling out my dresses that I want. Because that's the other thing. I also just think... The good ones have gone. Yeah, it's for, also... I was just just been researching a different piece and I was scrolling through... I think it was H&M's website. And they all just look like the same. Mm. It's all like a sort of a, a wrap dress with like maybe a spot or a floral, maybe a little ruffle here... You know, and they had like sort of 17,000 different iterations yes, of yeah. kind of the same A lot quite bad thing. as well. Yeah. Not, I'm not signalling on H&M, but it's just the bad print. Like the floral print, which has gone from that kind of Vetmont cool thing to now the sort of descent of it into scratchy polyester, old curtains. There's a reason that something grips us, isn't there? And I think it's... It's so easy. Yeah, the dress solves a lot of problems. Exactly. And as we've written in many different guises, you know, you can dress get one up, dress, dress and you can down. wear it, dress it up, don't you? Exactly. Well, Is it a skirt? Is it? We don't know. <laughs> it does make for a slightly more kind of elegant look in general. Mm. You know, we were talking recently about when we look back at this decade, what will be kind of the takeaways? What will be the pieces that everyone focuses on because it does end up coming down to just a few pieces when you look at kind Mm. of the 90s and you look at cargo pants and buffalo trainers and chokers and I mean I didn't wear any of those things in the 90s but they sum up the 90s 
what are we going to look back on this decade and see? You know, is it is it will it not be like an athleisure thing? Oh dear. Yeah. I mean, I know that was a little. Will it not be the the ladies at Ascot the the in the too tight? And they're the big still wearing two thousand and seven. Yeah, mm. yeah. That, I mean, they're that's still in quite, the naughty. Yeah, they're quite Colleen Rooney. Paris Hilton yeah. going to to know a GC Couture show or something. It's not the legacy I'm hoping that we'll leave. Yeah, and it's also, tricky to also, call it when you're in it, though, isn't it? It's very <laughs> tricky. I like to think it might have been that sort of, um, you know, the minimalism, you know, the Victoria Beckham, the Phoebe Philo, yeah. you know, that whole cult. Megan's but at, dress. Yeah. Meg's dress. But let's not forget that Kate's dress was this decade as well. Yeah, early though. Yeah. What will it be? We have a whole 18 months to decide. <laughs> so when we're not wearing dresses... Mm. Are you guys packing? Vic, you've already had a mini break. I've had a mini break. What did you wear? What dresses. did you pack for your holiday? Dresses. Dresses. Zara, very good source at the moment for summer dresses. That's kind of all I took. Linen, do, Zara. Do you know what I'm really into? Shorts. I've never really been a shorts person. Mm, don't do a short. Mm, um, no, not But for I've me. Bought, no. bought two pairs of shorts this season. <laughs> I'm really enjoying okay. wearing them. And I'm thinking... I've, How I've currently, short are these shorts? Not that short, sort of above the knee. Mm-hmm. Quite um quite 90s mom kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Do you tuck in? Yeah, well, I have been, but I was thinking I might try wearing one for work with a shirt. Very nice. I bet you'll but wear we'll them see. with a shirt and an espadrille a la Princess Diana. I was, I was exactly going to say, it's a Princess Diana. She says really 90s right. mom, yeah. but she's thinking she's 90s thinking, Princess Diana. She's no, thinking no, of my, um, no, my ideal... You wouldn't do with a suit, with a you know blazer and a T-shirt. No, 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 that... What, the ultimate Princess Diana in shorts look would be with a, a swimming costume. Oh, mm. Mm. Yeah, no, not scoot back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Accessorise. Accessorise with a yacht, I think. So why shorts now, Bethan? Well, there was... Um, a picture uh, of Princess Diana. No, well... <laughs> <laughs> um, Isabel Morant did really nice shorts, actually. These sort of, like, linen-y paper bag waist ones, mm. which were gorgeous, which she did with, like... Um, sort of these sort of crackly metallic tops tucked in and it was that it was that classic sort of it was a bit like the beach kind of oat the beach kind of thing um who else did short well obviously there was off-white cycling short which was a tribute to Princess Diana but I'm not advocating not yeah not advocating for a cycling short just saying that happened also Tibby that was the one I was searching for in my mind Tibby did short suits and they were Almost verging on a pedal pusher, but because they were above the knee. But I realise that's not a look for everyone, you know. But the one, the ones I found that I like totally adore and want to buy in another colour are these kind of silky shorts from H and M with a big rope waist, and just love them. And is anybody actually shopping at the moment? I bought one thing in the sales and then sent it back immediately. Yeah, I'm getting stop. total sales anxiety. I yeah, st- I can't stop buying swimwear, not just in the sale but generally. Okay. Um, because I am actually excited about swimwear for the first time in a long time. Honeymoon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Bit of a bit of a Hindu coming up. Bit of a honeymoon coming up. But are there? Have new... You got the Mrs. Diamante on your bum yet? I haven't. I oh, feel yeah. like all those flip flops that stamp just oh, married yeah. into the sand. No, no they don't. Oh, that's so you, Karen. So <laughs> <timeless>. <laughs> elegant. <laughs> 
well, now you mention it, <laughs> there is a whole world of bridal merch out there, mm. which maybe is another another podcast for another day. No, no, we mustn't encourage it. <laughs> but is this kind of the new, quite flattering swimsuit that yes. you're into? Yeah, I am. Because I usually like wearing my clothes. I'm not a Love Island contestant. I'm not a Kardashian. I don't really do a bikini selfie. So the fact that there's like all these gorgeous one pieces out there now with all these ruffles and like all these fashion details, that is where I'm at. I love that. All about that. Definitely a good year to stock up on swim. You know, like last year, I think everything had some stupid cutout on it. And it was like Shaz Central, stringy, stringy up the bum. So I think when you get a good and also I... It's a good season for dresses, but like good linen dresses because linen's kind mm. of people are using it more because they're like it's a trend and you're like it's summer everyone wears linen, but it's again a good year to get like a great linen dress and a great cosy. Well, I think also the colours this year. I mean, there is still a, a bolt of yellow happening, but there are lots of wearable colours because mm. especially with swimwear, I find swimwear designers really cater for tanned women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're like "Mm, I'm just going to put in this sulfur yellow and then we've got a bright orange and it's no I don't tan I go pink and then I go white again on the plane it would work on like the last day of your holiday basically yeah and I do think you end up buying a black swimming costume because you think it'd be flattering but actually it's not flattering Mm. because it's not covering enough of you for that to be flattering so you just look like a domino (laughs) No. <laughs> One, I look like a domino, let's be honest. <laughs> For more on Styling Out the Heatwave, pick up the paper and this Sunday's Stella magazine or visit telegraph.co.uk forward slash fashion. And please tell us what you'd like to hear more or less of and send feedback and questions to unzipped at telegraph.co.uk. We've nearly reached the end of the episode, but before we go, we've just got time to find out what everyone's excited about this week. Vic? Um, well, I have been suckered into the old World Cup. And um, Thursday evening, 7 o'clock, there's an England game. Are you into this? Yeah, I have to, my husband, I just have, I just, my- I accept my fate and I just get, I get in the spirit. And, you know, I watch all those goals. My favourite thing about the World Cup is that the pubs not showing the World Cup are less busy. Mm. Mm. It's a high point for me. Yeah. I wonder if that um, Panama game is a bit misleading, though, because I imagine it is very exciting when there's six goals yeah. to watch. But my problem is, most games, it's like 90 minutes. You're yeah. lucky if you get two goals the whole time. Mm. I mean, that's a lot of, like, hopeful like waiting around. That's why things like Instagram now are quite handy, because you can, you know, multitask. Yeah, but then you probably not watch whilst watching. Oh, they replay yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's they true. That's it. true. I really liked a piece that... Um, Guy Kelly from our men's um, desk did about the most stylish um, World Cup managers. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's, yeah. it's all about the waistcoat, I hear. Well, yeah, Gareth Southgate's yeah. waistcoat. Loves a waistcoat. Very mm. dapper old. Yeah, dapper. Yeah, old. and Where does he stand on the bare ankle? I, do you know that's a... I, well, I shall, I shall look <laughs> on Thursday evening and report back. <laughs> that's two well, minutes of entertainment for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bethan, how about you? Um, tonight I'm going for my first um, Hampstead Ladies Pond swim of the year, Ooh, <laughs> which is kind of like I've a London tradition, haven't you? I it's really it's like such a lovely thing to do. Is it a bit in, weedy though? Is it a bit? Yes, you come out with a weird sort of green film over yeah. you. Um, you just had yeah. your hair done. Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't go underwater. I keep my neck okay. a, neck above did, did the like water. No, I haven't got a cap, but. 
maybe I could go for like a floral. Like those Mew Mew ones? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should call it in. <laughs> call it in. Send it back with just slime all over yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sure that's just what they were envisaging, actually. Yeah, when they, yeah. When they designed them. <laughs> yeah, so me and my friend's going to go have a little picnic afterwards. Lovely. It's just a little paradise, a little London paradise, which I thoroughly recommend. I'm excited about, uh, we are getting our wedding rings designed or wedding updates sorry everybody what, the bands yeah oh. and doing our bands so I've got a funny shaped ring so I need to figure out how to make it why is it funny shaped because it's um, it is a marquise but set the wrong way oh. so that it looks a bit like a so do you have to get one that goes up then? yeah I'll yeah. have to do that which apparently is like not the done thing because it's supposed to be like a down a roundy circle so, it's, so, yeah, that it's, so it yeah in, damn yeah. the man you break the system caroline well i know <laughs> jewelry people jewelry rebellion yeah <laughs> who knew <laughs> although i did see i met someone the other day who had um a platinum engagement ring with black enamel on the front of it Ooh. around the diamond. It looked beautiful. Did it look good? Yeah, yeah one was... of my friends has that. It looks really, it looks very sort of Victorian, actually. Yeah. So I think maybe we're like going to start seeing some kind of more unusual... My friend just got engaged rings. and she just got a massive pearl engagement ring. Nice. Now, I thought that was bad luck, a pearl. I don't know. She's planning not to wear don't it that often. Her. Yeah. hope <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she's not a listener. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see now. <laughs> well, I must say, I'm excited about the Matches Homeware Studio because... As everyone knows, because it's pretty much all I talk about, I moved house. I'm still shopping, guys. Um, I don't have a dining table yet, so I can't yet buy crockery for the dining table. Maybe there was a Gucci dining table, though. Well, I'm hoping I'll find something in the sales. I've fallen in love with a marble-topped dining table from Dwell. Nice. Um, but it's £1,200, and I don't have £1,200. Um, What's it called? Crowdfunding? Crowdfunding. Yes, please. <laughs> Do get in touch if you'd like to help me. All donations uh, welcome, large and small. I, so, yeah, a girl can dream. And I probably, after the dining table, won't be able to afford you know any what, Gucci though? crockery. You, yeah, but what if you had the Gucci crockery and you smashed it on the marble table? Oh, my goodness. But that's it's a high risk. I, I mean, I'm I have not... a ceramic sink and everything is now broken. I don't really cook with and that. And you have a one-year-old child. And <laughs> a one-year-old child. I mean, it's just ceramic sinks. Stupid. Look nice. Stupid. Oh, life is hard. <laughs> On that note, thanks for listening. Check back next week for another episode of Fashion Unzipped. <laughs>